Welcome to the fourth episode of GearBrain's podcast series on how to build a smart home. Hi, I'm Mark Westlake, founder of GearBrain. In this episode, we're going to be focusing on the smart home hub, or as many people would say, the controller or foundation of your new smart home. In our previous episodes, we've covered everything from smart home systems and the kinds of things you need to know in building a smart home system, including how much should you spend and what you can do if you're a renter or an Airbnb owner in automating your home. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the controller for your smart devices. The hub is the first device you really need to decide on and buy before building your smart home. This device is the brains of your home and connects to the internet via your home Wi-Fi router. In order for it to connect with every smart product that is compatible in your house. When we look back in the early days of building a smart home, these hubs were often mistaken as a router because you plug these nondescript boxes into the router, you'd hide it away and forget about it while it was connecting and controlling all your devices in the background. Today, things are different. These devices come in all shapes and sizes. A hub can be a small box or a panel on your wall. There are even smart switches that are hubs. There's a company called Brilliant who makes these smart switches what look like an iPhone on your wall and can control a lot of your smart devices without having to be wired to your home router via an Ethernet connect cable. And we still have the Apple TV, which is a small little box that you connect to your TV that can act as a hub. But increasingly, it's the new smart speakers and smart displays by Amazon and Google that are working as a smart home hub, as well as the source of information and entertainment for your home. But one type of hub that we are seeing emerge is your smart TV and tablet acting as the hub. TV makers like Samsung are embedding these their smart home platforms into the televisions and tablets and smartphones to help you control your house. So, but before we decide on that, one of the most important functions of the hub, no matter if it's a smart TV or dedicated hub, you need to make sure it's on the same wireless connections as your other devices or smart devices in your house. If not, you will have interoperability issues. Luckily, many of the hubs around today can connect to just about every smart home product on the market. They can also be automated, controlled by a smartphone app, or you could, you could speak and use voice commands on the voice platforms like Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant. <clears throat> so which smart home hub should you consider to control your smart home today? Let's take a look at some of these hubs for which you can make it, which will make it easier for you to build your smart home. All right, so let's get started. As you first venture into the smart home world and looking at hubs, you might not necessarily need a hub. That's something you need to think about and, and, and depending on the devices you want it to control. So a hub might not be required. For instance, there are some devices like Philips Hue Smart Lights and August Smart Locks that come with their own hub or bridge, which connects to your router and acts as the middleman between your smart home or smartphone and the devices themselves. Other products like LifeX Smart Lights or Yale Smart Locks can connect directly to your router via Wi-Fi connection, so you don't need a hub. There's also some of the smart thermostats uh, or video doorbells like Ring and the Nest thermostat or Google Nest doorbell. These devices can connect directly to your uh, router via Wi-Fi connection. Uh, but if you want to add automations and you want to sync these automations or scenes together with other smart devices in your house, you're going to need a hub to control all your devices. 
And when you start looking for a hub, you need to ask yourself, what type of hub do you want for your smart home? Do you want your television to be the central focal point or brains of your smart home? Or do you want a dedicated hub like an Apple TV or Wink? You can also use your smart home security hub or as the controller of your home. Many smart home security systems are also home automation systems. When looking at Vivint and ADT, these home security systems have a robust ecosystem of smart devices that will work on their platform and can be controlled in one app and in some cases with your voice. These And these smart systems are also compatible with the voice platforms, whether it be Amazon Alexa or Google Assistant. But you don't have to use your home security system if you don't want to, or if you don't have a home security system, you can use the smart speakers and display companies like Amazon and Google or some of their compatible uh, spe uh, smart speakers by Portal by Facebook and Sonos. These devices can all be used as the hub of your home. If you do go this route, remember, Google and Amazon have apps that you could also use along with your voice to control your devices. But their apps are not as robust if you're going to use a hub manufacturer's app. These apps are normally come with a lot of custom features that you don't get with Google or with voice commands. So when deciding on what type of hub you want, you also need to keep in mind the purpose of your hub. And it, that purpose is to automate your home by controlling several devices simultaneously and creating routines and scenes, which configure everything in your home. This would include turning lights on and off, unlocking smart locks at a certain time, opening and closing blinds through automation, controlling your heating and cooling so when you're in the house or not in the house. All this depends on what you want to do with your smart home and can the devices work together with your, your, with your hub to achieve this new connected lifestyle. That's what you need to think about. All right. So who makes really good hubs? All right. And what makes a good hub? A good hub is one that can be easy to set up and compatible with all your smart devices. It should have a good ecosystem for you to choose devices from that can help you save money on your energy and water bills. It's a device that you can easily set scenes and schedules and adjusting heating and cooling and opening and closing of blinds or locking and unlocking door locks or all the things that you can do in a smart home that need to be controlled by a hub. So who makes some of these good hubs? Well, I broke them down into five categories to help you understand, depending on the direction you want to go. All right. There's the dedicated hubs. There's smart speaker and displays. There's switches. There's smart TVs. And then there's home security and automation companies. When we look at dedicated hubs, companies to look for and to consider, there's Wink. There's HomeSeer. There's Eslo. Uh, and there's Apple TV. Now, Wink works across a lot of multi, uh, a lot of different wireless protocols. It works in Z-Wave and Zigbee. You also have Homezier, which works on a Z-Wave wireless protocol, and Eslo also works on the, on a Z-Wave uh, with their uh, with their hubs. Uh, Apple TV. If you're an iPhone person and you really want to start to build your smart home on the home Apple HomeKit platform. Apple TV is a great way to go because you can get your streaming, you can get your home automation all done through the TV or through your Apple devices can all of a sudden become uh, your hubs. All right. So those are all ones to consider. Uh, just make sure they're all on the same wireless protocol. 
Another, if you're going down and you want your smart speaker, whether it's your Amazon Echo or your Google Mini or a Nest Hub uh, smart display, um, all these are good devices to use as your hub. But there's a couple interesting things to know about the smart speakers and displays. First is Amazon has the Echo and the Echo. Now it's up to the fourth generation. But there's also the, a device called the Echo Plus. This is a hub different from all the others because it's got the Zigbee wireless protocol built into it. So it allow you to do a lot of automations with other compatible Zigbee devices, not only with your phone, but also with the app and your voice. All right. Uh, if you're going down, you know, other good smart, you know, if you want to, if you have cameras, you might want to go with a smart display. You know, again, if you're on the Google family or if you're on the Amazon uh, family, just make sure you kind of, I would recommend you stay. You don't have to. Because technically, you could just you just make sure you don't get confused by saying Google or hey, uh, you know Alexa, you know to a Google speaker. Uh, but staying all on one platform makes a lot of sense. They're all good ones in the Apple. If you're going Apple, Apple Home Mini is a good device. But there's also something to keep in mind that a lot of companies now are building these. Uh, Amazon and Google platforms into their devices. Okay. You you'll see sometimes, uh, or used to be, you see, okay, this works with Amazon Alexa, or this works with Google assistant or Google home devices. Now you're starting to see in products built in the difference between works in and built in is when you have a product that says it's works in, that means you need to get an Amazon or a Google uh, device in order for you to control that other device with voice commands. Okay. But if it has built in, that means that device acts as a speaker and can be controlled through voice. It's actually like being an extension or another Echo or another Google um uh, Nest Hub in your house. You're seeing a lot of this happen in smart TVs, which is a nice segment into the, you know, if you're going to use your smart TV as your hub, uh, you know, there's Samsung and LG that have their own proprietary smart home platforms. Samsung has smart things. LG has ThinkQ uh, that allows you to do a lot of automations across their own set of products, but Samsung's a little more robust. They can do, because they connect on Z-Wave, Zigbee, and they're working on Matter, which is the new wireless protocol that will be coming out next year that focuses on helping, you know, solve that interoperability problem for all devices. Uh, more to come on that. But, you know, Samsung and LG, these guys also have Amazon and, and Alexa and Google Assistant voice platforms now built into their TV. So not only are you getting their own proprietary uh, smart home, but you're also bringing in the ecosystems of Google and, and Alexa, uh, and the TVs are acting as an actual hub. So that's something for you. You know, if you're going down this route, you're looking to buy a new TV, you might want to have your TV to be the hub. Uh, all good. Other TV manufacturers like TCL and Vizio, and uh, Sunbright makes a really good outdoor TV. They all have just look to see if it works with 
or it's built in. Most of the new TVs are coming with built-in voice platforms that are powered by either Google or Amazon. So look for that when you're when you're uh, considering to uh, use your TV as a hub. Um, switches I mentioned earlier. You know these devices. Brilliant. It's a pretty. Uh, they're very high end. You're seeing them a lot. They're doing a lot in the home building, custom home building space, but you can buy it from your house. You can take, as long as you have a neutral wire, because uh, it will require special wiring, uh, these, the brilliant, but they have a camera built into it. They're an intercom system. It's a hub. It works with Google and, and Amazon Alexa. So uh, if you want your switches to be your controller, uh, that's not a bad way to go. It's probably pretty cool because you have a camera, but the camera does have a shutter speed, so which is kind of nice. But uh, switches, that that's another alternative for you. And then there's the home security and automation companies, all right? When you look back at that space, you know, home security companies, you know, were designed to just help you put up, you know, uh, come in professional monitoring and protect your home. And it was a bunch of sensors and maybe you had a keypad to arm and disarm your system. Now they're coming out with tablets. They're coming out with uh, panels, with uh, with video, you know, uh, screens on them, touch screens. Um and they've morphed into home automation, uh, home automation companies. So <clears throat> now, if you think about it, you know, your home security system is one app you're probably going to use quite often because uh, you're going to arm it, disarm it. You're going to set up scenes. So when you're home, when you're not home, geo, some of them come with geofencing. So, you know, when you're coming home, it'll, the alarm will come, uh, the doors will unlock, the alarm will disarm. You know, there are a lot of these things. Uh, but you could also tie in your lights. You could tie in, you know, music. You could tie in your heating and cooling and everything. So, Home automation companies like ADT or Vivint are really good, but those are professional monitoring and installation. So a pro will come. If you want a pro and you want someone to set it up, those are good companies to consider. There's also companies that offer professional monitoring, but it's more of a do-it-yourself install. Uh, ADT has Blue by ADT. There's also Simply Safe. There's also companies like FrontPoint or uh, companies that are using Alarm.com products, which is more of a, a B2B manufacturer, but their devices work across uh, you know, they have a pretty good ecosystem of smart devices for you to build a really good custom home uh, automation system uh, that could be also with professional monitoring. So those are all good companies. That's if you're going the route of using your home security uh, system as your hub or their hub as your hub for other devices. That's pretty good. Just look into them and see what type of scenes and automations you can do. Usually, sometimes you'll have to set it up with your manufacturer's uh, app, and then it gets integrated into the home securities app. All right. So you can see you got a lot of options to consider when deciding, you know, what will be your hub or controller for your smart home. You can learn about all of these hubs on GearBrain.com. Uh, you could also find hubs or use our compatibility find engine called the GearBrain. Uh, to find these smart devices, it's free and easy. It's uh, just go to the.gearbrain.com, uh, sign up for free, and then uh, tell us what devices you have in your house, and we will find those devices, uh, or the platform will find it for you. And if you can't, and if it doesn't, let us know, and we'll personally find it for you within 24 to 48 hours. 
So our next episode, we're going to do a little deep dive in what do you do with your smart devices when you move? So let's say you're going to move from a house into a new house and you want to build a new smart house and you have devices. What do you do with those devices that you leave behind? And what are the devices that you uh, want to bring with you? How do you, you know, what should you do with that? So until then, thanks for listening. I hope you, this was helpful and we look forward to you talking to you on our next episode. Uh, until then, uh, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you soon.